across our neighbourhood and across the world, you're listening to the JSBC Show on Columba Live on Live FM. Welcome everyone, you're listening to Columba Live on Live FM, live from St. Columbus College, Essendon in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Bella and my co-hosts today are Sienna, Jackie and Charlotte. And today we have some special guests with us from the Amazon cluster, Sophia and Mia. So guys, how's your week been so far? Um, it was pretty interesting the whole week. We talked to a lot of different people and it was really involving and immersive. And it was just a really interesting week. So tell us where you went on your excursion, guys. We went to the Amazon headquarters up in the city. They work with mainly they with Amazon Web Services and we stayed there for two days. It was really fun. So what was your favourite part of the excursion? Probably just all the different people that came to visit us. We had people from different places like aerospace technology and Twitch and they just came to talk to us and tell us all about their technology and what they do there and that was just really fun and interesting. So which guest speakers interest you the most? To me, the lady from Twitch interests me the most because she works in a marketing career. So she tries to get big brands to work with influencers and the way she talked was just really fun to listen to and it made me think about going down that path in the future. So did any guest speakers, like as you were saying, Sabia, did any guest speakers influence you on a possible career decision? Um, yeah, the lady from Twitch because, I don't know, just what she was doing seemed fun. She'd worked it with Instagram in the past. She'd worked at iHeartRadio and just seemed really fun what she's doing. Yeah, probably the guy from Aerospace Technology because he kind of showed us that you can do some really interesting stuff involving with space as well with technology and involving in like different areas too. So that was pretty cool. So what you said an aerospace um, speaker came. So what, what does he do? He, I believe he like would sit there and he'd like watch the different satellites, manage the different satellites. He works part in building the satellites with Amazon technology which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Did any of these speakers possibly influence you on a career decision in the future? Yeah. the Like Sophia said, the Twitch girl was really interesting and she was like influencing on the idea of possibly doing something with technology and communications because we learned that communicating is a really big part of technology and they often talk with one another a lot and use different services and connect them. So that was pretty cool. And Sophia, what has Amazon shown you that you didn't know before? Um, before, I really just did think it was a store and they owned Alexa as well. But now I realise that it's a lot more. They have Amazon Web Services. So they look after heaps of different companies. They look after Telstra, Twitch, um, banking companies, like a whole lot of them. And it's really interesting what they do. So we heard that you were making a hotline for Amazon. So explain a little bit about what that was and the process behind making it. So we used Amazon service, Amazon Connect, and we built this flow where you can dial into a number and it'll bring you to like one of those robots. You know when you call up like an online banking and they'll be like, it won't be a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. And um, we had to code what they're going to say, the commands you can do, and then we linked it over to one of our phones. So that would be like an agent in a real scenario because it's meant to help with disaster relief and natural disasters. And is coding something that you might want to get into? Like have you considered it after the what you have learnt during the week? 
not so much coding but more just like involving in technology because there's like a very broad aspect in not only coding but just all of technology like the coding is just a small part of all yeah. of it so i think the past couple of days have like shown us that there's different jobs in technology which interested us more in that zone um going back to the hotline so what kind of what kind of things did um your hotline say so for the first command we asked what language you speak in because I'm pretty sure it's over a million Australians don't actually speak English. So that means that everyone can use the service. Then it went, we went through and we wanted to ask how urgent the call was so that we could prioritise people who are like dying or someone's missing over someone looking for an insurance claim. And then depending what line you went down, you could be asked more questions about what your problem was or just transferred directly to an agent. So, um, with this hotline, do you think it's something that would work when natural disasters occur? Um, I think that would make disaster relief much more efficient because in the like normal emergency services, the they're getting calls from people being murdered, going missing, just in general. But they're not; they can't always prioritize fires and floods. But that's what this hotline could do. So, did you guys end up looking into any sort of like? Like for the the SES, for example, did you guys end up looking into something like that at all to kind of work out what you do with your hotline? Yep. So part of what we had to do this week was take a look into already existing functions and things like what we are trying to design. So we looked into SES, the emergency services, did a lot of research on that and that's probably what sparked this idea because technology is not used much in those aiding areas. So what interested you most um, with the hotline? Probably just the idea of using like AI, robots, drones, technology, literally all of that in assisting people with emergency services because you just don't imagine that you would use that and you would see drones saving people and AI robots to fix things. So that was just really interesting. When beginning your PBL um, experience and when you first heard it, were your, you know, your initial thoughts of what it was going to be, were they, were they, were your expectations met or like was it not what you thought at all? Um, it was much better than I thought. When I originally heard that I was going to Amazon, I didn't really want to because I wanted, I thought the hospital wanted to be more fun. But when we got there, we had so many different people come in, range of different careers, and it was really eye-opening and influential. It's if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Columba Live on Live FM, live from St. Columbus College, Eston in Melbourne, Australia. My name's Bella and my co-hosts today are Sienna, Jackie and Charlotte and our special guests today, Amir and Sophia from the Amazon Cluster. So you, we've seen that you've had heaps of Amazon people coming in over the course of the week. Um, so what were they all talking about the same thing or were they talking about different things? No, so we had a guy come from aerospace. There was someone who worked in sustainability with Amazon, someone who worked in communications. There was the lady from Twitch. Um, was there any other ones? There was a guy who built robot spiders, which was really, really cool and cute because it had a small face on it. There were different people from different parts of Amazon that came in to talk to us, like the people who designed the webs, the people who talked to the different sections across Australia. Yeah. Were there any sort of negative feelings that you had about this whole project? Like is there anything that you didn't particularly enjoy? Um, I would have liked if we had spent more time with our industry partners because I really did like being there. And even though some people did come when we got back to school, 
it just – I think it would have been more beneficial if we'd stayed there and worked with them for a bit longer. And how satisfied were you with your experience? I really enjoyed the experience. I thought it was really, really eye-opening, really fun. It was like – it was a perfect mix of different learning, hands-on activities, just a relaxed environment. So pretty satisfied, yeah. So if you could do this experience again, would you do the same cluster or a different cluster? I'd probably do the same cluster. I did actually really enjoy it. I, talking to other groups, learnt that the other groups didn't do as much hands-on activity. So I think our cluster was really immersive and involving, which is a really good thing. And if there was something you could change about the experience, what would you change? Um, like I said before, I wish we'd spent more time with our industry partners at yeah. their headquarters, so like similar to work experience, where we can stay in the office and see how it really works rather than it, like solving a, a problem outside of Amazon. When it came to choosing your cluster at the start, um, was this like your first preference or was it was it not? Was it was it did you pick something else? This was actually my second choice. I initially picked the St. Vincent's Hospital. One, but I'm, I am really happy I chose this one because this one was much more involving, more fun, just more creative. It was nice. Mia, you said before that you enjoyed the hands-on kind of aspect of this whole experience. Have you thought about working with Amazon in the future before this? Not before this because I didn't really know what they did. I thought it would be a constant desk job, which I wasn't really interested in. But now that we get to see like all the different things that people do, like there are all different parts of Amazon, all different technology and physical and hands-on different parts. So, yeah, the idea of working with Amazon is quite appealing, yeah. When it came to making your hotline, did you come across any problems along the way that you had to overcome? It was initially really hard to use the software that we used because it was the first day back at school and the specialist who was working with it, he wasn't with us until later in the day. So we actually kind of had to figure out how to use it on our own. And that was challenging because I kept trying to call up the number and it wasn't connecting or the flow would break, but then we eventually got the hang of it. And for you, Mia? Um, yeah, the it was quite difficult to try and get it to all connect and to try and get the wires to work and all the digital aspects because it's completely different to what you're usually used to but once you get the hang of it it was much easier so are these hotlines do you think going to be used in the future are they used now by amazon i think amazon uses it with their customers but they don't use it for like disaster relief or anything along those lines it's more for internet banking or phone providers so if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Columba Live on Live FM, live from St. Columbus College, Essendon in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Bella and my co-hosts today are Sienna, Jackie and Charlotte and our special guests today are Mia and Sophia from the Amazon Cluster. So how would people find out about these hotlines during like natural disasters and just through anything? Well, advertising-wise, it's we have a website for contact with it, kind of like a subscription where you can keep up to date with what is going on. It'll be advertised on TV, on the media, just to get that broader communication with all the public people. But it's we want it to be seen almost like an emergency service that people know when they're young so that if it does come across, people know off the top of their head, kind of like triple zero. So, yeah, we didn't want it to be just a generic number 
off a website that you use very occasionally. We wanted this to be a number that you need to know that's important. Sophia, do you think that five days was enough time to create an efficient hotline or do you think you needed more? I think especially for our group, we needed more time because it, was, it wasn't literal coding, but it was still block coding, which can still be hard to do. So I think if we had taken more time, because we also make a presentation and fill in our booklet. So if we had had more time, I reckon we could have maybe made a better prototype. You said about block coding and normal coding. So what's the difference? Can you give us a bit of insight on what it is? When I say normal coding, I more mean like binary code, like zero, zero, one, one. There is different types of code, but for this one, we used block coding. So it was essentially, it was already there for us, but we had to connect the flows and type in what we wanted it to do. And it was still difficult, but it just wasn't like having to put in the binary. Did you learn about like coding normal things before you coded the hotline or did you jump straight into the hotline? We more jumped straight into the hotline. We didn't learn exactly how to code. We just learned the idea of coding. But the hotline wasn't too complex in terms of the coding, so it was easy to pick up and learn. So Mia, what was your key takeaway from this experience? Probably that there's a lot of different parts of technology and that it shouldn't be looked down on as something that would bore you or you just sit down. It's a uneventful area because it really is quite eventful and there's a lot of different aspects of it. Yeah. And Sophia, what surprised you about the experience? When we first went holding on Amazon, I thought we were going to have to like sit in a factory or something and watch them. <laughs> um our products but then when we got there it was like it was much more technology based and we had heaps of different types of people coming in not just someone who works in the factories or like designing the website it was I didn't even realize the Amazon web services was a thing before we did this yeah so would you recommend this cluster to another student and why I, I would because it was probably the most diverse group we learn about heaps of different things, not just one. And it really gave us more pathways in the future, especially they were telling us about programs that Amazon offers for students. And yeah, I just think it's better for your future if you do this well. Obviously, over the years, um, technology keeps on growing. Do you guys both think that um, in the future it'll keep getting bigger or do you think maybe it'll slow down? No, it'll definitely keep growing because a lot of different people, like this week we've learned a lot about innovation, the way people create new technological aspects for the world. So it's definitely, you can definitely tell that technology is going to become a much bigger part in the future and that's probably why it's important that it becomes a part of emergency services and different aspects of our lives now and that we keep innovating so that we can develop it for the future. That's all we have time for today. Thank you to our very special guests, Mia and Sophia. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today about our PBL week. Live from St. Columbus College, Essendon in Melbourne, Australia, you've been listening to Columbus Live on Live FM. Connecting with our community, live from St. Columbus College, Essendon in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Columbus Live on Live FM. Okay.